0: Do British people have culture?
1: English people do not have culture. Our national dish is chicken tikka masala. What the f- is that about? <laughs> we have about as much culture as a f- bit of pavement that has been painted over of horse. Sh- <laughs> oh my god!
2: On this episode of the commercial break, Webflow. I'm going to teach you Webflow. <laughs> Watch all that money come flowing into your account and then flowing back out to my account as you pay me for my expertise in web flows. The next episode of The
1: Commercial Break starts now.
2: Smile on your face, cats and kittens. Welcome back to the commercial break. I am Brian Green. This is my dear friend and gorgeous co host, Kristen Joy Hoadley. Best to you, Chrissy.
3: And best to you, Brian. And best to you
2: out there in the podcast universe. Thanks for coming back. We appreciate it. Welcome back. Welcome back. And where do we go? Welcome I don't know. back, welcome back, welcome, welcome back, back, welcome back, welcome back. Since the average age of our listener is right, 75. They won't get that. They won't get that. But. Man, have we had a lot of people uh, sending in emails lately. And you got this started, and I kind of blame you. You know, you had this What Would Frankie Do sticker <laughs> yes. idea. And then you started <laughs> mentioning it long before we even thought about putting the sticker together. <laughs> so we had people emailing for weeks, and we finally just got it, sent it off for creation. Yes. So we got a lot of people. And, checking that phone constantly uh you know with the updates on the on the emails and stuff and we got a lot of listeners writing in wonderful comments just lovely things. You're all saying lovely things. i got to say this. we got a lot of trucker friends. A lot of trucker friends. I
3: love this. And, you know, that's when I l- tend to listen to podcasts. The in most, your truck? Too, is in my truck. Yeah. In the no, cab when of I'm your driving. truck? When oh, I'm okay. driving. When
2: you're driving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's the best time, I think, to knock mm-hmm. out an episode of the commercial yep. break is when you're driving, sleeping, or having sex. Best <laughs> best podcast to fall asleep to. Yes. So, I'm checking that phone constantly, trying to get the, uh, making sure we're staying up to date on, on all the emails. So, I want to say hi to all of our trucker friends. Big honk, honk to you. And what do they do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used
3: to do that when I was a kid. I would go by and go by the truckers and do go the honk, honk sign. Their... And they would do it. Oh, and we, would? We would. They would? We would love it in and the car. We would be like, ah.
2: Pull did. over to the truck stop and jump in their cab for a few minutes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I saw Oh, I would be with my parents. Oh. I don't know what kind of parents you have. <laughs> We're looking to make a little extra cash. I don't
3: know. <laughs> they missed out on number Okay,
2: settle down, settle down. Before we get into you know Hunter Biden territory. Uh, <laughs> so uh, you, 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 I just I just think about all these truckers. This one uh, young lady wrote into us and she said, "On my long hauls, sometimes 9 a.m. to 11 p.m. She's driving and she's like, I just love to listen to the commercial break. I think you guys are great, and we think you're great. Thanks to all of our trucker friends." We love it. So write in, and then we'll give you a sticker. You can put it on the back of your cab. Swear on all that's holy. You're getting a name drop, and you're getting something special in the mail if you put that sticker on a truck or a car, and then <laughs> you send us a picture of it, just like you did with the 21 EPM stickers. So thanks so much for everyone uh, saying all these nice words. I I, uh, I don't believe We're it. We're blushing. I don't believe it, not a word of it. We're blushing. <laughs> I know. I think you just want free stickers. <laughs> 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 Flattery will get you everywhere. That's right. Do you and Jeff often argue, like, are you got? I'm checking my phone constantly for the emails. Do you and Jeff have little disagreements about the phone? Yes. Yeah. We
3: just had this the other day. <laughs> I think it kind of builds up and builds up where, I, you know, rationally, I know, like, we're just, we're at that point in society where you're getting constant alerts. You're constantly, yes. you know, your phone, you got the Apple Watch, it's buzzing. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and I look down and I'm like, Nordstrom sale, what? Nordstrom sale. So I've tried to cut <laughs> back on the alerts because I did. I, I got, you know, kinda irritated with Jeff, like you're always looking at your phone when we're trying to watch something and da 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 He's like, What if I'm not interested in the show? <laughs> <You wanna> watch. <laughs> I'll still be here next to you. I'm it's true. I'm still at my phone now.
2: <laughs> but that phone is like, it's such a source of stress at be. all times. Yeah. Now there is no separation between work and home. No. None. I got these fucking morons texting me at one in the morning, asking me questions about There's podcasting. No and I'm like, guys, can you send me an email that I can respond to three and a half weeks from now, as <laughs> I usually do? Do I, do I have to respond to your text right away? And by the way, homie, don't play that game. If you text me off hours... Then I won't respond to you on purpose for a very long time because I want you to know how rude it is that you're texting me at three o'clock in the afternoon. You think I'm working at three o'clock in the <laughs> afternoon? I got better things to do with my time than sit around working.
3: <laughs> I got kids to take care of. But
2: these are there are these little like you know these little subversive d- disagreements that go on over the attention the phone is paid. Yes. Over. The person in front of you. you. And I understand the source of stress, and I'm I'm not immune to it either, Astrid Mm -hmm. and I often—not often, but sometimes we get in these little, you know, disagreements about whose phone's doing what at what time. Yeah, And then you know that that phone is housing every bit of your world, absolutely every bit, every inch, every password, every message, every photo that you ever took is there. So you have to guard it like— I mean, you have to constantly have it with you. And if you have a spouse or a girlfriend or a boyfriend, you have to guard that phone because you just don't really want them to know that you're into, you know, pig dick sucking. Like, you just don't (laughs) want them to know that, right? It's just not a thing you want them to know. But because of the nature of our relationships with these phones... I think it's very reasonable to expect or or it's very reasonable to understand why some spouses or significant others or all of us at some time, we get jealous of the phone. Yes. It's like, it's just, we did not have to compete with this when I was starting off in my love life relationships at the tender age of 10 years old. No. Like you didn't have to do any of this because literally I had to go home <laughs> up the stairs and turn on an answering machine to get a message from six hours ago that's no longer relevant. I had, there was no urgency whatsoever to that phone. Now it's well, even, constant.
3: Well, even with the flip phones, when those came out, uh, I mean, that, it didn't have, it wasn't connected to the web. And now. The that's. very
2: first phone that I had was a uh, Cisco. Remember the Cisco? Um the company who was who made phones for a while? Okay, kinda. Is it of. Cisco or is that the people who sell bread?
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cisco I think, food system. Yeah, <laughs> uh, singular <provider>. wireless.
2: <laughs> singular wireless is what it was. But were the
3: jamboards for Cisco.
2: Oh, he does? <laughs> yeah. Does he really? <laughs> <Yes>. Hey, big. <laughs> I do remember him saying that. Uh-huh. Yeah, he, he actually said he liked the job a lot. Um, singular wires. It was a Nokia phone is what it was. Nokia. And it was one of those big Nokia phones. Yeah,
3: did it have the rubber antenna that would screw yes, off? of course it did. Yes, yes. That, that was the rubber my rubber phone too. Yeah. And this is how you would text. <laughs> a.
2: B. C. Yes. You would literally have to dial mm-hmm. through the numbers to press those and text. So, the only text messages that ever got sent or responded to were of the utmost importance.
3: Plus, they were $2 a
2: minute. (laughs) $2 a minute? What kind of plan were you on? I was like, $2 a text message. Yes, exactly. Yes, I'd get these bills. I was on a cell phone plan with my longtime roommate, and she'd get these bills, like $285 for a month's worth of cell phone service, and she'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm just responding to people when they text me. (laughs) But that phone, man, ever since it got in my hand, I knew that it was trouble Mm -hmm. because it was a constant source of my attention. And now I have to be careful because now I have the 12 children. And so I don't want them to think that the phone is above them either. And that's easy to understand. These phones make life complicated, more complicated than they need to be. And that's why I'm all on board with this flip phone back to the dial tone phone (laughs) bullshit that everyone's doing right Right. now. I I think it might be time.
3: Yeah. Yeah. There's a scheduled time maybe that you get on your computer and you check your email and you do all of that. Otherwise, you got the flip phone for when people want to call or text.
2: Here's what I started a long time ago, and this is, I'm being 100% serious, and I think this has saved my literal brain. I check emails in the morning when I'm doing my number twos and number threes (laughs) on the pee pee poo poo toilet. I check my emails then, and then I check my emails. At the end of the day, yeah, that's the only time I check or respond to emails because I don't fucking care otherwise, and it's just not that important. What could what podcast emergency could possibly be <laughs> putting anybody's life in danger? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yes. why do I need to respond to the email that quickly? I really don't. And by separating. By managing my time and giving myself 20 minutes to respond to emails in the morning and 20 minutes to respond to the emails at night, I literally have saved my brain.
3: And how much time do you give to TLC?
2: Seven to 12 (laughs) hours a day. That's what. what I was looking for. <laughs> <laughs> if you weren't here right now,
3: I'd be watching some shitty TLC it's on, show. It's all. I know
2: another room. My Big Fat Gypsy Wedding. They got a whole <laughs> new lineup of shows. They brought back My Strange Addiction. I blame us. I saw that. I blame us. I, saw, I actually blame us. I saw that. I think we're in charge of this one <laughs> because we started doing those My Strange Addiction shows. And listen, we're you know we're not that big. I actually don't blame us. But for some reason, it's been out of it's season on. for five years, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> it just starts popping up. <laughs> I'm like, huh. What if we had anything to do with that? I like to think I'm more important than I actually am.
3: Don't you know who I think I am?
2: Don't you know who I think I might be? Don't you know who I think you think I am? Don't you know who I imagine you think I might be? <laughs> ah! What you think of me is none of my business. Um, yeah, there was one time, I swear to God, the show first started. We did a show called "Shamalama Ding Dong." Oh yeah, remember "Shamalama Ding Dong"?
3: The famous "Ding Dong." The, the
2: guy, uh, <laughs> what's his name? Kenny was going to blow the corona. I blow
3: the coronavirus
2: away <laughs> with oh! his
0: private jet.
2: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he had his private jet. He was blowing tornadoes and coronavirus away. You remember Kenny Copeland? It was famous. It was all around the world. So we're like three weeks into the podcast. We've done an episode called "Shamalama Ding Dong." I'm listening to Howard Stern a couple weeks later. You may remember this, me, yes. m- me mentioning this. I'm listening to Howard Stern a couple weeks later. Howard's going cuts the same clips going off on the same rant. I say, in our version of Breaking Down the Clip... There's a guy behind Kenny. He's like his hype man, his fluffer. He's whacking him <laughs> off in the back, getting him ready for, you know, Christ, whatever. Cocks for Christ, that whole nine ounce. <laughs> so he comes out, and the guy in the back, his only responsibility is to talk in tongues and affirm that whatever Kenny's saying. So when Kenny goes, I'll blow the coronavirus away, the guy in the back is like, you know, it's, amen, praise Jesus, brother, brother, the whole nine hours. What it sounded like to me, what the guy said in the background at one point was, Shamalama Ding Dong. Yes. <laughs> which is the name of a song from the movie Animal House, right? <laughs> you are my Shamalama Ding Dong, my doo wop, doo wop. Whoever sang that song. So Stern goes, you know, ah, sounds like a guy in the background. Shamalama Ding Dong is what he says.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: In my P brain, in the back of my P brain, Even though at the time we only had seven listeners.
3: Yeah, we did.
2: One of them was Howard Stern. (laughs) Right. That's how selfish every human being is. We all think the world's revolving around our own little pea brain. I know. For like a hot minute, I go, Did you hear that, Astrid? Rewind that. Did you hear that? And she's like, Yeah, I did. And I go, That's what we named the show. That's the exact same thing I said. Do you think? And she's like, She looks at me and she goes, Are you fucking crazy? (laughs) Do you realize how few listeners you have on this show? And that most of them are me downloading at night to make you feel better?
3: (laughs) And me. And you.
2: At the time. We all had 12 different podcast players that we were downloading on every podcast player. Follow us. Follow Follow follow, us. Follow follow us. Follow us. So, uh, you know. You know how it goes. So, there's... um, uh, what was I saying?
3: The shame-a-lam-a-ding-dong. The
2: Ding Dong. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm sharing that I think that My Strange Addiction came back because right. we ended up doing My Strange Addiction breakdown videos.
3: Let's just think that.
2: Yeah, let's just think that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 we'll
3: go with it.
0: Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes.
1: Chrissy, have
2: you read about this guy who turned into a dog? No. You didn't read about this, dude? No. Morgan, I'm going to ask you to put up a video of this guy. (laughs) This guy in New York really wants to be a dog. You know, there are people called uh, Otherkin, I think is what they're called. Have you heard of this Otherkin thing? No. Okay. It's a group of people who identify not as with a certain sexual proclivity or um, gender or no gender. It's people who identify as other kin, like a dog or a cat or a flamingo. With an animal? a mouse. Yes, like okay. an animal. They identify as an animal. And I'm trying to talk about furbies. I'm talking or furries, furbies.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that old little to toy? Furbies! <laughs> <laughs> Take care of me! Is that a little
2: thing that, like, I think so. shit every 15 minutes <laughs> and you need to clean it up with your little... <laughs> was that thing everyone's carrying around for a while, a furby? <laughs> anyway, these are people who actually believe that they are actual animals. And that's how they act. Their behavior reflects how they think. What well, they're we thinking. Had, we themselves.
3: did the one episode with the woman that wanted to be a cat.
2: Yes, I think that's. I think that was a purely yeah. like sexual thing. If yeah. I'm being honest, yeah. I think she was just trying to keep her older boyfriend's <laughs> attention, but <laughs> keep him
3: away from his phone. I'd put down the phone if you <laughs> yes. showed up naked <laughs> that's on my what, table, that's
2: what I'm thinking. pawing at my cock. <laughs> yeah,
3: sure. Meow,
2: <laughs> <laughs> meow. Hey, can we cut with the meowing and get to the licking and sucking? Yeah. <laughs> Pretend my cock is a jar of milk. <laughs> um, so these so so this other kid, these folks, you know, they would really like to be this animal, whatever animal they want to inhibit. Inhabit. So this guy spends fourteen thousand dollars to get a real life collie suit made and like lassie he imagine he looks like lassie oh,
3: collie the breed of dog the breed of dog Got it. okay
2: and then it's like kind of robotic so his little you know so he they roll him out to a park on like a
3: is this how, how much money and time do these people have because are they going to the hamptons <laughs> yes I think he's been to the ketamine parties one too many times.
2: (laughs) I'm just having... I'm sorry. I'm just laughing at them rolling this dog-like creature out, knowing that there's an actual human being there. In July of 2023, when it's probably 107 degrees outside, he's in a full-fledged collie outfit. So they roll him out on this pallet, like, you know, like a little uh, dolly. They roll him out on the dolly. They put him in the middle of Central Park, and then they let him go. And he just kind of like weirdly stumbles around but you can tell it's some kind of electronics in the leg because it's actually moving him in some very robotic way <laughs> so and then weird. other dogs are coming up sniffing no. him and then barking at him like no 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 Fake. no no, no, no rawr, rawr. you're not a doggy rawr, rawr. I could smell your man penis. Rawr, rawr. Yes. Yes. The dogs even know that it's a bunch I of horseshit. People shit.
3: thought it was like an art installation. You know how sometimes they do this? Oh, my God. Crazy art stuff. I don't
2: know. I can't get into it. I, I, <laughs> go look at the dog. Show a video of the dog, Morgan, because I think people will be interested to know this how much money this guy spent. He's obviously lives in the Hamptons, and he's just having some fun out in Central Park trying to <laughs> track dogs.
3: Was he, was, did he also get a Burning Man? I could see this at Burning Man.
2: You know that he shows up at Burning Man. (laughs) You know they're probably inviting him to Burning Man to show (laughs) up. Exactly. Because if you can handle the 107 degree temperatures in New York City in July, in uh, when is Burning Man? February or something? When it comes up in February in the middle of the desert, you can do that. That Burning Burning Man to me looks like a wild ass party. Plus,
3: that's great for those dust storms. Yeah. You know, you see those pictures. Yeah,
2: I do. I see those pictures. I see my friends out there. I see some friends out there hanging out full of dust with goggles on, you know, topless you know, nipples full of sand.
3: And coming out of the orgy tent.
2: Yeah, coming out of the orgy tent, looking all sexy, high on some kind of liquid mushroom. I mean, you know, I, I see the whole scene that's going on over there. And I think to myself, I could really get into that scene. Like, yeah. I, I could fit into that scene, I think. <laughs> I think could. I would do just great over there. But then I think about spending ten to $15,000 <laughs> right. just to get there and another ten to $15,000 for it for costumes. And then I have to endure the actual heat and freezing temperatures at night along with the dust storms. It just doesn't seem like fun at the end of the day. No, I can't even be in an Airbnb without uh, HBO Max <laughs> for more than an hour. Right? I mean, what am I going to do with Burning Man? But it's Burning Man, so of course they have high speed internet there. They of must. Course. Yeah, they pro- Verizon probably put a tower there on purpose. Some of the richest people in the world fly in on their private True. jets and make these huge art installations. Now, I think I think any way you want to express yourself, express yourself. What I don't get, what I cannot understand for the life of me, what's just not my vibe, it's not my scene, it's not my thing. On Instagram, there's this post that's going around, I've seen it four or five times already, of a guy who's got buckets of sand lined up to the ceiling. Red buckets of sand lined up to the ceiling, right? So, let's call it 15 Buckets of sand.
3: Are we talking about in Burning Man?
2: No, this is in them, one of those art installation things. Oh, okay. Like the, yeah. I don't know what you call it, live art or uh, yes. performative art, or I'm not Experiential sure.
3: Experiential art. Experiential art.
2: Right. So the guy's standing there with these 15 buckets. Video starts, and there's a string attached to the very top bucket, right? And there is a crowd, hundreds of people around him in some fancy performative art museum somewhere. I don't get to invited. And... <laughs> And he slowly...
3: The the guy that's a dog is invited.
2: The guy that's a dog is probably the same guy that did this art Mm -hmm. installation. He pulls the string slowly, and as he pulls it, the buckets start to to curve and then fall on the ground. And when they do, it is amazing. Because everybody in the room... Yay! Yay! And I'm thinking to myself... Who's the poor fucking janitor who's got to clean up all the goddamn sand that just fell (laughs) on the floor? That's my first thought. You made a mess. You're like a three year old. Pee pee poo poo. You're like little Dante, Dante baby, little Satan baby over there.
3: (laughs) Who's gonna clean up my fucking mess?
4: (laughs) That's this is the (laughs) art. Pee pee poo poo. Who's gonna clean up my sand? sand? I just made a big mess. It's
2: It's performative art. art. I
4: just just wiped shit all over blue. (laughs) Performative (laughs) art.
2: I cannot for the life of me understand how that's art. But it is. Was it meant,
3: it probably was meant to represent like, you know, the sands of time. The sands
2: of time. Falling through. through. The withering sand. Falling
3: through our hands. Slipping through our fingers. That's
2: right, Chrissy. Sand fed sand. Slipping through our fingers. I only used organic (laughs) sand here. There is no. Grass
3: fed sand.
2: Sand fed sand, if you will. Organic, from the sea, naturally made. I made sure that no other sand particles were damaged in the collecting of the sand. I, I collected every sand by hand. It's a sand-by-hand <laughs> performative art. It's hand-fed sand is what it is, Chrissy. <laughs> nice. And now it's fallen on the ground. We've destroyed it like all human beings eventually do. I would like to now introduce you to my next masterpiece. Crackers in bed, <laughs> 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 it just I drives me crazy. Yeah, oh, <laughs> you eat crackers in my bed, you aren't being, yeah, uh-uh. no, that's cracker, automatic disqualification. Are yeah,
3: crackers, are any dangerous.
2: food in bed is dangerous. I know. Here's what I used to I do. I like
3: to do breakfast in bed, though.
2: We call it a bed picnic here at the house, mm-hmm. is what we call it, and on occasion, mainly at hotels. We'll take a big towel, we'll throw not it on, on there. Not on your own bed. No, 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 not on my own bed. I don't want crumbs. I'm so OCD about that Eww. stuff. Oh, yeah, I don't. I can't I think. Put, put your feet on my bed with your shoes on or even dirty socks, or even if I think they, they could be dirty socks, or food. You get it anywhere near my room. I'm like, hey, 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 <laughs> hey, 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 settle down. Someone's got to sleep there.
3: It's true. Yes. And there is nothing worse than like having the little crumb, you know, Sliding around on your butt or your back Nothing or worse. Like, Nothing <laughs> worse
2: is when you get down, you tuck your feet in in your nice cozy covers. It's a nice chilly night outside and you tuck your feet in. You got the air conditioning <laughs> cranked to 61 degrees so that the entire household is going to be frozen by the morning. <laughs> yes. So you, you, know, you make sure your selfish needs are taken care of. You tuck yourself into bed and then you feel that thing on your foot and you're like, what the fuck is that? And
0: mm-hmm. then you look
2: and it's like a Cheerio. Yep. Who the fuck is eating Cheerios in my bed? <laughs> Who's doing that? Oftentimes, I just then push the children out of the bed.
3: <laughs> Onto the floor.
2: That's your punishment. There's <laughs> performative art for you. I throw my children on the floor. I hate it. I hate it when there are crumbs in the bed. But I'm okay with the bed picnic every once in a while. Yes. But I have to manage that bed picnic very efficiently. I want everyone sitting right on the towel. Mm-hmm. Don't don't lean over. Don't <laughs> turn your head. Nope. No, don't touch the remote control. What are you, crazy? You've got oil all over your hands. <laughs> Should see the way I hose my children down after they eat. I'm like, okay, come here. Let me hose you down. Let me wipe every crevice in your body because I know you're eventually going to get that on my couch. It drives me
3: crazy. Well, that's not a bad idea at the age your kids are at, though.
2: Yeah, I mean, what do you? What else are you, you supposed to. to do? If you let these kids run rip shot over you, you got you got to be a man of authority and action. That's what I say. Which is why this the. Fucking lunatics are running the asylum around here.
3: That's why you come hide in the studio.
2: I know. That's why I come hide in the studio. You're still so right about this. I hide in the studio here. I hide in the, at night. You know, my children are eating in the bed. I just don't know about it. <laughs> I walk in the other day and they're in the- Daddy's not here. They're on the couch eating some crackers or something. And I'm
3: like, oh, wait, oh, wait. Hey.
2: Who told you you could eat crackers on the couch? <laughs> mommy. <laughs> hey, but we're not allowed to eat crackers on the couch. But mommy said, well, daddy's not looking. It's okay. <laughs> Oh really? <laughs> okay, I'll I'll get with your mother, Astrid. Don't say a word. Okay, babe. <laughs> I'll be in the studio. I'll be in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> Love you. <laughs> Hate you.
3: <laughs> Asshole. He When's pops it? out of the studio for one minute and I tries know. to tell these kids what to do. I just
2: pop out and I start acting like a dad all of a sudden. <laughs> hey, 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 let's stop running around. No! Okay, I'll be in the studio. <laughs> Can you change the diaper? Can't hear you, hon. Got the <laughs> headphones on. Real important episode of the commercial break coming up. <laughs> I gotta make sure it, uh, I, I don't know, I gotta do something. I gotta render it. <laughs> That's what I blame it on all the time. Rendering? Why are you in the... Why are you in the studio for hours at a time? I'm rendering. Rendering what? (laughs) Uh, The thing, you know, I got to render. There's a lot of rendering that goes on. I don't believe you. (laughs) You shouldn't. But (laughs) I'll be on my phone if you need me. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, Speaking of stuff that's failing, I was trolling on the internet.
3: Well, as you do.
2: As I do like to do. And you know what I found? (laughs)
4: Hey, yeah, excuse me. Uh, I've been trying to reach you about your car's extended warranty. I'm just kidding. It's me, Christina, producer for the commercial break, and I just wanted to interrupt for a quick sec to remind you that tcbpodcast.com is the place to go to find all of our audio and video, and of course, to beg you to go to Apple and leave us a positive review. Positive. And if you go to tcbpodcast.com, you can get a free 21 EPM sticker. Just go to the website, click contact us, tell us you want a sticker and give us your physical address, and we're in business, baby. You can also text us at 855-TCB-8383. That's 855-TCB-8383. And give us your questions, comments, concerns, and content ideas, please. Add us on Instagram at The Commercial Break and on TikTok at TCB Podcast. Brian's really trying to keep up with the youths, so give us a follow. You know you wanna. If you're into videos, go to youtube.com slash the commercial break and see fully edited episodes the same day they air over here. As always, please support our sponsors by going to their websites and buying their products. And don't forget to use our specialized URLs because that's how we keep things moving here at TCB. So let's listen to those sponsors and then we'll be back to this episode of the commercial break.
2: This episode is sponsored in part by Nutrifol. We just did a Frankie B episode about hair loss and hair thinning and all the crazy things and drama he's going through. But hair thinning is not just a Frankie B problem. It will actually affect over half of us throughout our lifetimes and it's not only common, it's actually pretty normal. But now we can join thousands of people and Frankie's hair follicles who are standing up for their strands using Nutrifol. I'm actually experiencing a little bit of this on top of my own noggin and I often wonder is the stress causing the thinning or is it the other way around? But Nutrifol is key root causes through a whole body approach to hair health and that's why so many people are doing something about their hair thinning and hair loss with Nutrifull. Thinning hair happens to both men and women. And Nutrifull has multiple unique formulas to provide exactly what your body needs to grow hair based on biology, age and other lifestyle factors. So everyone, it's time to take the first step toward visibly thicker and healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrifull is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the code TCB. Find out why over 4,000 healthcare professionals recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code TCB. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code TCB. Address your thinning hair at the root Calls. Let Nutrafol help you. Nutrafol.com, using the promo code TCB. And thanks to Nutrafol for being a sponsor of the commercial break. Happy to let you know that this episode is sponsored in part by Harry's. Esther and I had an opportunity to shoot off for a couple of days and relax without the children, and in an effort to reduce our irritation level, we decided to only use carry-on bags. When we got to the hotel, I noticed that my 5 o'clock shadow was a 9 o'clock shadow, and I was without my Harry's razor. Luckily for me, the nice gentleman at the front desk gave me a plastic, disposable razor that then promptly cut up my entire neck. By the end of the weekend, I had a full neck beard because I refused to use that razor again. I shave on almost a daily basis to make sure I look my best on camera for my wife, and so I don't give rug burn to my children when I hug them. I've been using Harry's razors for over five years now. I never have to worry about refill cartridges. They show up right at the front door, or I can buy them at many different locations, and the handle is heavy, sleek, and beautiful. Nothing excites me quite like getting a new Harry's razor handle. I also use their shaving cream and some of their skin products. I swear by this razor, I've been using Harry's for a long time. I've even gotten some friends and family members to use their subscription service, and I have not heard a complaint yet. A good, clean shave makes you feel great, and you know your partner's going to be excited when you're on fleek with that tight, chiseled jawline accented by a good, clean shave. So get your best shave ever this summer with Harry's razor and skincare products. You can get a $13 starter set for just $3 at harrys.com tcb. That's harrys.com tcb for a starter set. Do yourself a favor. Get a good, clean shave with a great razor from harrys.com tcb. That's harrys.com tcb. And thanks to Harry's for being a sponsor of the commercial break. I found Adam, the liar has what? changed, has changed his persona yet again. Now So way. for those just joining the show, Adam Lyons is a pretty representative. He's a representative figure of what goes on on the internet quite often that I've noticed. Especially with people who have been around for a long time. Pickup artist, entrepreneur, businessman, polygamist, (laughs) three-way fucker. Extraordinaire. Extraordinaire. This guy changes outfits like Taylor Swift. Honestly, he... Never is he the same person in two videos. And that's why we call him Adam the Liar. He also doesn't know exactly what he's talking no. about on any of them. He gives horrible advice. He's a terrible pickup artist. I don't know what he's entrepreneuring. He's, I, I don't know. You can't stick with one thing for five minutes. So how would you fucking know? But the guy is like, he just is an all-round YouTube talker. That's all he does. He just talks. Sounds like a professional. Gets hundreds of thousands of views. And I can only assume is making a lot of money on YouTube. And who's listening to this guy? I don't fucking know. You know who's listening to him? Brian Green. That's listening to him. <laughs>
3: Wait, he's the one that is has the accent. Right. He's the he's British not, guy. Yeah. He's not the one that lives in Brazil.
2: That is John Anthony Lifestyle. John Anthony Lifestyle. Yes. Who I have to say this. <laughs> I know you're gonna like probably flip your fucking head right now. So I'm watching Adam the Liar and I'm watching John Anthony videos. John Anthony does yet another breakdown video of, of Adam, Adam Lyons. And Adam shows up He's on a... so jealous. I know he is. He can't stand it that Adam is uh-huh. out there doing stuff that I think John really wants to be doing, like showing up on some podcast that is apparently very popular. I'm not going to give the name because I've never heard of him. And based on the content that I saw of the show, I wouldn't be interested in listening to them. But apparently they do get quite a, quite a few listeners,
3: he was unlike
2: on, the commercial break.
3: Yeah, he was on that one show that we love, ITV.
2: He was. He was on ITV morning show uh, Mm -hmm. because he'd become a polygamist and he had two girlfriends, one of which was pregnant. But I digress. So (laughs) John is doing this breakdown video of Adam at this other podcast with a couple of other pickup artists. And he's breaking down what all of these people are saying. And I found myself like five minutes into this video completely agreeing with john anthony yeah completely agreeing with him like not even a little bit agreeing with him all the way agreeing with him it's like john anthony is so tone deaf he doesn't understand that if he was in the same room he'd be saying the same things (laughs) right but when he's critiquing i guess it takes one to know one kind of thing when he's critiquing them i agree with him because it's pretty on the nose i do it. yeah
3: no we we did that before where he was yeah. critiquing Adam. And yeah, we were agreeing with him half the time, but at the same time, John Anthony is giving horrible advice as well.
2: John Anthony horrible. is giving the exact same fucking advice in a different way. He's giving the exact uh, same advice. He's
3: isolating women at concerts, <laughs> and kidnapping using, them. Yeah, using Isolating his, them. He's kidnapping Bra- them. His Brazilian hot. Uh, Brazil. Brazil, <laughs> he just calls Brazil. He just calls Brazil. Yeah, to get to where using to, to, her as to bait. lure them in. Oh, that's right.
2: He is the ultimate asshat. Yeah. But when he's critiquing other hats, he's, he's really good. On. Yeah, he's, he's kind of <laughs> good at critiquing asshats. He's kind of good at identifying the bullshit because he knows it because he does it on a daily basis with other people. So anyway, John uh, Adam the liar is back and now he's going to share with us why 500,000 businesses fail every single year. That number sounds completely made up to me, but I make up numbers all the time, so I'm going to roll with it just for a minute. I don't want to throw stones in a glass house here. All right. Uh, so without further ado, let's take a listen to what John has, uh, Adam has to say about businesses and why they fail. What? I'll read what's on the screen right now. Why 500 businesses Five hundred K. Businesses, correct? Yeah, you did. Okay. Business why five hundred K businesses collapse every year and how not to be one of them. Feet, Adam Lyons. Feet.
3: And then he's got the little settings Yeah, he's got the settings graphic,
2: graphic because what? <laughs> People go crazy with those graphics and I don't understand <laughs> it. But I'm also guilty of this. You'll know the difference between a Morgan edited YouTube video and a Brian edited YouTube video. Brian uses multicolored transitions. Every single time he has to put something in there and these weird graphics, Morgan
1: actually edits the video. All right, let's listen to what Adam has to say. My name's Adam Lyons. I'm a coach for Scalable with Ryan Theis and a coach for Roland Frazier with the Epic Coach. Adam Lyons, founder and
2: CEO of Global Corporate Holdings.
3: (laughs) You know Global Corporate Holdings.
2: Corporate Investment Holdings Commercial Real Estate Business LLC. How can I help you? Uh, Yeah, I'm just making sure I got a hold of the right place. Is this CDSGWCTY LLC? That's right. Corporate Global Holdings Worldwide Incorporated (laughs) Businesses LLC. How can I help you? Uh, I was just wondering what you do. I just saw a video from a guy named Adam and I was wondering what you do. What do you need us to do, sir? Uh, I don't know. I was thinking about holding my corporates. Yes, we can hold your corporates for you. We actually have a subsidiary called Global Corporate Holdings. Oh, that's perfect. I just need someone to hold my corporates. That's great. Let me connect you with the Global Corporates. Hold on one second. (laughs) Global Corporate Holdings, how can I help you? Uh, Are you the same lady that I just talked to? Yes, but I'm also the CEO of Global Corporate Holdings. How can I help you? (laughs) This lady. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this guy,
3: wait, this and I also would like to break down what his T-shirt says. I have come here to chew bubble gum, and something, kick ass. and kick ass.
2: Yeah, what
3: well, that's that what mean? that's what a CEO
1: wears. <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg wears that. I guarantee it. <laughs> program on how to buy businesses for zero dollars out of pocket. And I'm here today at Digital Marketer to talk to you about the reason for over 500,000
2: businesses. I am a digital marketer. You need many search engine optimizations and some pay-per-clicks.
3: You too can be a digital you marketer. You too can be
2: a digital marketer. Make thousands of dollars a day for no work whatsoever. And I can tell you how to get started today for $0 if you pay me $1,999 a month for three years.
3: I'm just laughing because we come from the digital We do.
2: world. That's right. Hi, do you need any SEOs today? I've got lots of SEOs oh back in the gold rush days when you could actually do seos
1: now it's all chatty gpt or whatever the fuck (laughs) this is collapse every single year in america alone and something you can do to stop that happening to you because while you might be interested in marketing and learning how to use that to grow the company have you really thought about where the budget is going to come from to pay for all the ads and marketing that you need
2: i'm going to to steal it from your grandmother (laughs) Can I say something about? I'm looking at Adam right now, and can I say something about men's beards? <laughs> yes. Okay, you're either a neck beard guy or you're not a neck beard guy. It's just one of those things. But when you're a neck beard guy, don't you usually have some like fluff? It's not a five o'clock shadow, and then you bring the neck beard down halfway around your neck. I agree. Do you see this? What yep. I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Why would you put your? Why would you shave only half of your neck?
3: <laughs> he has it going into. Yeah, a he v. has it going into a V a down under his neck. V. You have to see this.
2: It's the weirdest thing. <laughs> I've never seen it. Look at my beard. I shave it up high and tight yeah. so it fits my jawline. Mm-hmm. Now, Adam may not have a jawline. I don't know. But uh, that's weird to just shave it halfway
3: like that. In a V.
1: Yeah. Harrys.com slash TCB. Go there. You get a great <laughs> discount on razors. Yeah. Not only why a lot of these businesses fail, but how you can structure your business to stop this ha- It literally makes his face look like it's running down his neck.
2: <laughs> looks like a broken egg yolk. His whole face looks like a broken egg yolk
1: to you. Now, there are many cool, fun things that you may want to learn when it comes to running your business, like how to generate more leads, how to make more sales. What's the best web flow or the best user experience? Web flow? (laughs) I'm here to teach you web flow. (laughs)
2: Uh Watch all that money come flowing into your account. And then flowing back out to my account <laughs> as you pay me for my expertise in web flows. And holdings. I, I just, I can see this word becoming a new buzzword. Web Make flow. a million dollars a month from home doing web flows. <laughs> web flow. Web <laughs> Web flow. That's Google, click link. <laughs> I've been doing it for a long time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I can guarantee you. They, I, don't, I don't have a lot of confidence that I'm like really good at anything. I think I'm mediocre at a lot of things. But I'll tell you what I am really good at. It's finding <laughs> stuff on the internet. That's what I'm really, you really are. good at. I know how to fucking Google because I've been doing it since Google came on board. Th-
1: what the fuck is a web flow? How do you do that? <laughs> What's flowing into the web? What are you talking about? Develop for my website. However, I can promise you that if you don't do this, almost everything else is going to lead to stress, struggling to pay bills every single month, and not having God, a realistic plan. I should have, your-
3: only i listened to Adam. <laughs> My business is failing. Now. If only I- you'd listened to
2: WebFlows! <laughs> the commercial break would be making money right now!
3: I'm sorry, I didn't think about WebFlows. Adam told you about it. I know, it. but I thought he was
2: full of shit. <laughs> No! Adam had the keys to the kingdom all along. Look how successful he is. He literally can change jobs every three days.
3: That sounds like me 10 years ago.
2: (laughs) He's the CEO of Corporate Webflow Holdings Incorporated, LLC.
1: Growth and scale. It all comes down to how do you actually think about the way you run and structure your business. I can almost guarantee you that the way most business owners operate until they're earning at least $5 million a year or more is to structure their business based on this is the amount of money I've received. I'm going to pay this out to pay all the bills that I have to pay and whatever money's left is the money I'm going to have to continue on. Most of these businesses <laughs> sounds like pretty good accounting practices.
3: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> instead, you should not pay any of those bills. Yeah, you're doing Don't it wrong. Pay the
2: bills. Money you just comes, made five million. That's right, Chrissy. <laughs> five million comes in. You pay four million to Corporate Holdings LLC Incorporated.
3: <laughs> Whatever's left
2: over, you pay. The Whatever's <laughs> left over, then you pay the bills. Don't worry about it. It, trust me it'll flow. all come clear it's part of the web flow.
1: actually driven by expenses I need to hire more people I need to learn more things or pay for more software and all of those expenses mean you have to make more sales in order to catch up and this is the essence of a cash flow business every single time you're essentially paying out to make sure that you can survive for another month it creates stress it creates drama but more it creates a business <laughs>
2: that's what it does it's called a budget <laughs> It's called a, uh, you know, a uh, PL or whatever you want to call it. I don't know what the fancy terms are. Yes. I'm not a CFO of anything.
3: It's stressful to pay bills, but if you want to grow and do anything with a business, you have to have expenses. Yeah, but he,
2: he, but I, I will say this. He is right about one thing is that 90% of businesses that fail fail because they can't manage the cash flow during a growth during growth phase right right and so we understand this here at the commercial break
3: (laughs) we just made
2: we can't manage cash flow because there is no actually flowing cash (laughs) so therefore we we can't manage the growth phase because there actually is no growth either so there's no growth and there's no flow morgan and christina just hang on hang on hang tight (laughs) swear to god another baskin robbins gift card coming your way (laughs) but use them quick they expire in a couple days (laughs)
1: Importantly, you're not actually structured in a way to be able to bring on investors. You're not structured in a way to be able to have healthy partnerships. And you're definitely not structured in a way to be able to sell and get the maximum value for your company at some point in the future if that's what you wanted to do. So I'm going to break this down for you and I'm going to talk about how to structure your company for growth. I made this cool little pie chart here that shows you one. What- I made this complete pie chart here that I'm
2: completely out of my brain. <laughs> He's got a hand-drawn pie chart on a whiteboard. It says, staff, 16.67. What? (laughs) Cost, 16.67. Profit, (laughs) 16.67.
3: Then split this. (laughs) Then split that. With uh, who? Spend
2: 50% of your money on marketing.
3: (laughs) Yeah, with Adam.
2: (laughs) With Adam. That's right. Of course. you got to learn web flows. If you don't have web flows, what are you going to do? Without web flows, you're dead in the water. So I need 50% of your revenue to make web flows. Listen, I'm all about this. I think you got to market your business. I really do. I believe in it. Fifty percent seems like a little seems a little high. (laughs) I think twenty five to (laughs) thirty percent is like at the top end of what most businesses would spend. I think twenty five percent is a twenty to twenty five percent is a healthy healthy budget, and that's what most. Having been around this this earth for a couple days. Twenty to twenty-five percent is usually what most businesses spend on marketing, especially if you're selling something. Right? You Everybody's selling something. Yes. So, but fifty percent,
3: is a lot. How
2: are you going to make any profit whatsoever?
3: Well, you've got to give it to Adam.
2: That's, oh yeah, that's true. It's Sixteen point seven percent. You're uh,
3: gonna, gonna, you're going into a tax shelter with the corporate. Oh yeah, the corporate
2: Holdings <laughs> Incorporated LLC. <laughs>
3: Yeah, you're evading taxes, yeah, so hey, that's listen. how you can
1: afford Who it. Who isn't? <laughs> One way of doing it. Now, the percentages that I've broken down here are not the percentages that I'm going to say you have to do, but e- these are a very, very good, vague uh, battle plan that you can use to base your percentages on. That's why we need a vague, vague. battle plan. <laughs> I
3: <don't> want vague. <laughs> it's Harry Truman. It's Harry
2: Sherman, General, and we're going to get this Battle of the Bulge. Now, what you got in store? I got a very vague battle plan and a relatively good understanding of what might be happening. How does that make you feel? Like a shithead. Don't worry. I almost think I know what I'm doing.
3: <laughs> it's vague, though.
2: That's right, but it's vague.
1: It's not come quite in the picture. I got this lady, Teresa Caputo, coming in to tell us what the real battle plan is. First thing I do when I work with a company is I get them to look at the amount of gross revenue coming in. And I recommend that they put between 45% or 50% aside for ads and marketing. Almost No wonder you're going to fail. You cannot put 50% of your gross revenue. (laughs)
2: What? Depending on how you're structured, taxes are going to be 26%. Of your
1: gross revenue? You mean net revenue or gross revenue? What are you talking about? He
3: said gross. I
1: know. A successful company will have about 50% put aside in order to help grow the company. Think about it. If for every $100 you receive, you spend $50 to gain two more sales of $100 now you've got $200 and so on and so forth it essentially just continues to build and build and build and grow it's no. magical
0: man <laughs> <Does> it?
1: <laughs> is that how it works adam
2: You build an ROI model. You find out what a lifetime value of a customer is concerned.
3: What's the price per sale? What's this, that? Per sale.
2: And then you know what you do? You take that number. Let's say it's $20 is the lifetime value of a customer. And that's what I need. And that's what I, I need to get less than that to make money, right? Obviously, if I'm spending $20 or if I get $20 from a customer, I need to spend less than $20 to make money on that customer. So that's actually how you start building your ROI program, not just randomly throwing numbers at a wall and hoping it sticks.
3: Let's say you get
2: 100 customers in the door, and each of those customers spends a dollar. Now you've got $10,000. <laughs>
3: it's magical math.
2: You just go to your calculator, and you go times 10. It's amazing. It's a web flow.
1: Now let's put a Webflow calendar on your website. I'll charge you $20 for it. And that is almost always the key to having a successful business. But most companies never put enough aside for ads and marketing. And by the way, if you're thinking that 50% just sounds Well,
2: now Adam's sounding like me trying to convince Astrid uh, (laughs) in the early days of the commercial break.
1: If we spend $10,000 we don't have to get 10 new listeners, we'll probably never stay around. We'll make a million (laughs) dollars. Too much? All you have to do is ask yourself... What is the retail markup that is seen in almost any brick and mortar store anywhere in the world? Or what are the most common types of affiliate split? Almost always, you're going to see that these numbers... Oh, uh, don't get me started on affiliate marketing. Ah, uh, no. ...between 45 and 55%, which is essentially that 50% that should be put aside for ads and marketing. That leaves me with 50% of my gross revenue to run the rest of the company. Ideally, I want to be breaking that into three further buckets or... Sixteen point six seven percent of the whole. I want one third. <laughs> I'm sorry,
2: I don't know how wrong this could be, but it couldn't possibly <laughs> be any more wrong. And you're I am just, no business cut, genius. Yeah,
3: you're gonna cut the whole thing, the whole pie in half. It's half that's mm-hmm. going to marketing. Then you're gonna do a tiny little sliver for staff.
2: For staff, Sixteen for that. <laughs> Okay, let's just take. Let's just let's pretend that we have an actual business here at the commercial break that makes money.
3: Nope. Yep.
2: We get $100,000 every 10 years for what we do here at the commercial break. We take 50 of it and we put back in marketing. And now we have $16,000 to hire and keep our staff around. That includes ourselves. Do you see how this quickly becomes a losing proposition? How am I supposed to manage growth if there's no one here to grow the business? Exactly. This is so oversimplified and a dumb, dumb thing to think about. It's dumb. Okay, before you spend $9.99 a month on uh, Adam uh, Liar's bullshit business course that he obviously doesn't know what he's talking about, call the commercial. Give us $5 for Patreon, and I'll do a business course.
1: To be for my staff costs. You too can lose lots of money like the commercial break. Take 79% of your
2: gross revenue and literally set it on fire. That leaves you with 21% to do whatever you like with. Split that in half. Use it for marketing. Split that in half. Use it for your dog food. Split that in half. Your electric bill. Split that in half. You're buying roses for your baby.
1: And then you can hire a
2: CFO that'll make you cream in your pants. Good CFOs these days cost around, eh, I don't know, $3 a year. (laughs) That whip you into shape. Don't worry about it.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> it. By the way, all math is in Venezuelan <laughs> bolivares.
1: <laughs> Another third to be for my actual costs for things like software or any other uh, technical things I might need like a CRM or an email delivery software,
3: which costs money, the, which real costs money. real money. <laughs> <I know. laughs>
0: Fucking doodos. roadcaster. I'm
1: still paying off yeah. this roadcaster. That's not going to fit in the 16.7% <laughs> category. I guarantee you. <laughs> ah, 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 ah. Final third are my profits. Now, you may have heard of the concept of taking profits off of the gross of a business from a really good book called Profit First. But not only is this a general good practice to do, it's one of the only ways you should structure your business to ensure that you grow and succeed. Now, I can always guarantee you.
2: If you take 20% of your gross revenue and split those profits before you pay anything else, you are a dumb fucking dumb dumb. Dumb 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 dumb. I don't get this. I don't get where he's getting this information from. How do you just throw numbers up like that and just pretend like, I mean.
3: No, and then he's calling it a third, but it's not a third. It's a third of 50%. It's a third of 50%, which is,
2: let me do the math real quick. Hold on one second. 16.67. Yeah, hold on. (laughs) It's 17th, 100th of a seventh. I just did the math for you.
1: You're sitting here thinking, hmm, but this all sounds really, really good. But ultimately, if I do this, I'm not going to have enough capital to be able to run my business. Correct. Correct. 50% of every single penny that I've got aside for ads and marketing, what am I going to live on? And this here comes to the rub of why so many businesses do fail every single year. The reality is you're probably not earning enough to actually (laughs) self-sustain.
3: Oh, that's the key? You don't say. (laughs) I hadn't thought about
2: that. You mean I'm actually not making enough money? All you got to do is build some additional web flows and you're going to be a millionaire in no time. Make sure you take your first million right off the top into your pocket. <laughs> That'll help you get over that growth hump.
1: <laughs> a dumb. dub. What a dumb, dub. This brings me to one of the biggest points that I'm always talking to business owners about, which is, have you covered your bread and butter?
3: Now bread and butter. No, I don't have money for bread and butter butter right now. (laughs) No. I can't eat. I
2: don't have any money left. (laughs) I can't eat, neither can my employees. I'm using everything (laughs) to spend money on marketing.
1: (laughs) On a business that sucks in the first place. (laughs) When I was younger, and it's probably one of the best things I've ever learned when it comes to running a business. Ultimately, you've got basic bills that you have to pay. Or as my stepdad would say. There's the bread and butter that you need to put on the table every single day to make sure everything's okay. As long as your bread and butter is covered, then you're going to have enough money to do everything else that you want to do with anything beyond that. It makes sense. It
3: does not make sense. What? You've got a successful business. (laughs) Go buy a honey loaf of bread
2: (laughs) and some Irish butter. Put it on the table. You're a millionaire. I'm Adam the Why would I steer you wrong? I wouldn't because I know everything.
3: Oh my God! All right, we'll
2: get back to it because there's lots more to cover. I'm already finding so much joy in this video yes. <laughs> because it's like he's tracking the commercial break and our mathematics. <laughs> this is what failing businesses do, not what successful businesses do. <laughs> I think he's, I think he got the the title of the video wrong. It should have been, you know. How I actually tanked 500,000 businesses in <laughs> 2022. I love, I
3: love that this is still like some of the crazy math he was using to apply to women. There yes. Were, I mean...
2: <laughs> yes. He was doing this with women. He was Sales doing it with funnel. Instagram. He yes. was doing it with, I don't know, polygamy. I mean, this yeah. guy is just one of a kind. Yes, You got to give the guy credit for reinventing himself. He keeps people interested because he keeps doing new things. <laughs> I don't hate that. I love that. I think it's great that you reinvent yourself. I've done it a lot.
3: But I'm you reinventing good, myself right now. You have to give good advice.
2: You do have to give good <laughs> advice. And you actually have to make money. <laughs> if you have a business that has zero dollars in revenue or negative dollars in revenue, you're never going to make this work. You already have to be cash flush in order to make this yes. math work. But maybe he's going to tell us something that we don't know he quite mention yet. mention
3: investors. Yeah. So, well, yeah, but nothing then... Nothing like brain. Like this, yeah, of this is something
2: I know a lot about, mm. and investors end up being a noose <laughs> around your neck. Yes. Because I call you every 15 fucking seconds <laughs> and ask you, how's the commercial breaks? <laughs> it's going great, but that's not what it's called. I don't care what it's called. I want my money back. <laughs> I'm kidding. The commercial break doesn't have any investors who no, would invest in this.
3: Nobody wanted to. What
2: dumb, dumb would invest in this? Nobody. Nobody even wanted to invest $5 in Patreon. No. But you know what you can do? But I don't care. I'm turning the We're other over cheek. That. And I still love you. I'm over it. And I'm going to give you something in return. You know what I'm going to give you? I'm going to give you a free bumper sticker. What would Frankie do? They're out. They're here. They're ready. TCBpodcast.com. Hit the Contact Us button. Give us your address. We'll send it off to you. And send the kind notes i just love them i love reading them 855 tcb 8383 1 855 tcb 8383 toll free from anywhere in the world questions comments concerns content ideas we're taking them all at 855 tcb 8383 youtube.com slash the commercial break please go and subscribe trying to get to five thousand before the end of the year at the commercial break on instagram tcb tick tcb podcast on tiktok <laughs> all right chrissy that's all I can do today. I, I think love you. So,
3: and I love you. Best to you. And best to you.
2: And best to you out there in the podcast universe. Until next time, Chrissy and I always say, we do say, and we must say, goodbye.
3: Bye.